My name is Alex, and welcome to Paranormal Artist, the podcast where I talk about hauntings and the supernatural. Listener discretion is advised. This audio may not be suitable for children. You hear the sound of leaves rustling in the woods. The sound of footsteps where there should be silence. The hairs on your arms stand on end as if alerting you to an ominous presence. On today's adventure, we head to San Antonio, where the donkey lady is said to reside. On the south side of San Antonio, four miles, or 6.4 kilometers, north of Loop 1604, is Applewhite Bridge. A group of people are out on a midnight hike to see if they can encounter the donkey lady. They're throwing stones in the creek and making noises to try to attract her so they can get a look, when suddenly they hear the sound of screaming off in the distance. Startled, the group looks at each other as if asking, did you hear that? Moments later, the sound of rustling in the leaves is heard much closer than the scream they heard just moments ago. The group takes off running, running from whatever was hunting them. When they get to their cars, there are dents and scratches all over. The dents, however, are hoof-shaped. Too panicked to look any closer, and the sounds of footsteps running up on them, they get into their cars and bolt, tires screeching on the pavement as they speed away from the Donkey Lady Bridge. The Donkey Lady has been a local legend in San Antonio for ages. There's a few different variations of this legend, some in the 1800s and some in the 1950s. Trigger warning, this story depicts harming of animals and graphic descriptions of an alleged murder and possibly suicide. In one variation, we have a random person who comes across a farm where he sees a donkey in the field. He approaches the animal and proceeds to mercilessly beat it, attracting the farmer and his family. The farmer chases away the stranger, but that isn't their last encounter with the stranger. Later that night, this person returns to the farmer's house with his mind full of revenge. He sets the house on fire with the farmer and his family still inside. The family is burned alive. However, the wife forces her way out of the house, still on fire from the blaze. Despite still being on fire, she is still trying to chase away the stranger, but falls into the nearby river. She's horribly disfigured, her skin charred, her hands and feet burned and reduced to stubs, her face melted into an elongated shape. Her hands and feet resembled hooves, and her face long like that of a donkey, earning her the name Donkey Lady. It's said that she still haunts that area where she fell into the water. In another version of the story, a boy from a wealthy family visits the farm, and he decides that it's a great idea to start hitting the donkey with a stick. This causes the farmer and his wife to come out of the house yelling and throwing stones and rocks at the boy. Also, the donkey bit him out of defense and because it was scared. When the boy's father found out, there would be hell to pay. You see, the boy wasn't just from a wealthy family, but his father was an important man. And that man was pissed about the way the farmer and his wife threw stones and treated his son. The father swore revenge on the owners of the donkey. Later that night, 
he returned to the house with the group of men who had the sole job of making sure that nobody could leave the house. The boy's father torches the house with his men surrounding it, ready to shoot anybody who was trying to leave on the spot. The farmer was trying to make his escape from the house, but was killed instantly with only one foot barely out the door, his family witnessing his death and screaming in horror. Soon, the children perished in the fire, along with their father, the farmer. The mother, farmer's wife, managed to escape from the burning home. She was traumatized and burned beyond recognition. Her hands and feet burned to nubs, and her face melted beyond recognition from the intense heat. Her skin was completely charred from the fire. She managed to stagger past the group of men and threw herself into Elm Creek, never to be seen again, at least in the world of the living. In another variation of the story, it's set in the 50s, at least for the one that I have. In the 1950s, the farmer supposedly went mad one day without any rhyme or reason. He set his house on fire with everybody still inside. He killed his kids. His wife somehow managed to survive, though she was disfigured from the inferno. The farmer claimed to have been possessed, but nobody really knows what was true. About a year after the death of her children, she decided she couldn't go on any longer without them and ended her life. There have been reports of a woman who haunts Elm Creek since she passed away. She still screams over her kids and will attack anybody who crosses her path. Some people have even reported hearing her scream loud and having hoof-shaped dents on the sides of their cars. There's also a story of an encounter with the donkey lady about a family who has encountered the donkey lady up close. A father and his two sons were on a camping trip out in the area where she is said to lurk. As the father is setting up the camp, they all spot a creature approaching their location. They grew more and more terrified as the creature got closer and closer. So naturally, they took off running, running all the way back to their car, leaving everything behind at the camp. By the time they got back to the car, the creature was beginning to attack them. People have reported several different kinds of encounters with the donkey lady, including being chased, screams coming from nowhere, the feeling of being watched and of not being alone when they are. The hoof prints under the bridge, if you dare venture down. And the hoof shaped dents on their car. There's a few ways to get her attention, like honking your horn, turning the lights off and on, or throwing pebbles or stones into the creek below the bridge. It's said if you don't hear a splash in the water, the donkey lady is near. There's no solid evidence to the existence of the donkey lady, but if I heard a scream in the middle of the night, I'm pretty sure I would count that as enough evidence for me. The bridge isn't accessible by car anymore. There are blocks placed there to try to prevent too much traffic, but people can still visit the site, go for a walk, or run around the area. There's even a local artist in San Antonio who's helped keep the donkey lady's story alive. Her name is Maricela Berrera, the creator of the short film Regeneración and a photo gallery that depicts or possibly tells the stories of the donkey lady. 
I think she also helped create the hotline that can be called around Halloween to hear the donkey lady's voice or leave her a message. But that's not the only legacy the donkey lady has. She even has a beer named after her, naturally called the donkey lady, from the Texas Brewing Company. And unfortunately, they no longer make the donkey lady beer, but it did leave a legacy on San Antonians. Because this story mentions suicide, I think it's only right for me to mention the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. If you're feeling suicidal or have suicidal ideations, please call or text 988. They're open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and 365 days a year. You matter. You will make a difference. And it's okay to not be okay. Once again, my name is Alex, and this is the Paranormal Artist Podcast. You can find me on social media at Alex, again, with two underscores, or on TikTok, where I will be posting shorter versions of these stories at Paranormal Artist Podcast.